I, Carolyn Bolzman, and this is Confessions of an SEO. Now, my initial purpose behind this podcast was to bring SEOs together with a better understanding of what we do and, and how to support each other, and also to the businesses that we serve to experience a more reasonable balance of power. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 31 of Confessions of an SEO. I'm feeling pretty good now. I promised myself that I'd do whatever I could to ensure that in this December, there would be four Confessions episodes. I thought for this last episode in 2023, I'd start with sharing my thoughts about our SEO industry. And is it really a complete conversation if we leave out talking about Google? (laughs) So I'll have some thoughts, perhaps, about how we can stay resilient in what can only be described as a volatile environment on multiple fronts. Oh, SEO search industry. (laughs) I I really could not mention this um, without sending out some love and care to those in our industry who ended this year perhaps without employment or those who lost big clients and found themselves upside down. There are some Facebook groups, and I'll be honest, mostly comprised of women who openly share their experiences, and I think one of the toughest things is that in marketing, um, and specifically niche down if you are doing SEO, most of us won't share our real experiences, and I think we end up feeling lonely as well as alone because SEO strategy, when truly practiced, is a solitary art. Now, I'm not talking about people who, um, you know, they're given marching orders and very specific instructions. You know, that's um, that's a different thing I'm t- that I'm talking about. I'm talking about, you know, really coming up with how this stuff works. Um, and so the only thing I would like to say, um, and if you're not accustomed to hearing somebody talk about SEO and feelings, you know, you might want to, I'm going to turn the volume down. Um, But really, you know, we need to feel our feelings. Feel sad. Feel angry. Feel it all. Get it out. Just don't make it about you because it's not. And as wise people have shared with me during my lifetime, there are times when it comes to things in life that generate feelings of grief and helplessness. Um as they say, it's okay to go there for a visit, just don't live there. So, you know, it's like, yes, you know, feel our feelings, but, you know, understand that you have a good reason to feel the way you do. But once you're done feeling them, look at the facts. You likely do what you do because you love it. And if you don't, and sometime, maybe much further in the future, when you're in a different place, events that feel horrible right now might in time morph to be seen more as a gift that propelled us to new opportunities and new skills. So I would just say focus on what you want, open your mouth, and let people know you're taking on new clients, projects, whatever it is that you do. You know, let your tribe help you. And remember what you do and why you do it. 
you know, for me, it's it's easy to fixate <laughs> on all these Google things. And, and when I do, I know I risk burnout. And when I talked about, you know, a two-fronted um, battle, I mean, our clients are demanding and Google is all over the place. And it can feel like we are all on our own individual islands and the tide is rising, but not in a good way. Um, even success can paradoxically feel like that. So for right now, I think if all of us just take a deep breath, hold it for a few seconds, and then exhale. I think we need to remember to ask ourselves, like, what's the sky look like? What's the sky look like where you are? Is it warm? Is it cold? Is it in between? Can you identify any smells? <laughs> you know, right now where I am, the sun is just about to rise up. The sky's barely lit. And it's cold here, 37 degrees. And I know it's a relative thing, right? But for here, that's cold. And I can smell an ever so light green smell. Um, I have all my delicate plants inside in my kitchen. And I have this one basil seedling that I rescued from a freeze that is literally barely hanging on by a thread. It's had some insect damage on its first leaves and the, the roots keep floating the whole plant up. Like after we had a really good rain when it was outside, you know, afterwards it's like the rain beat down all the, the dirt so the roots were exposed. So, you know, at the moment I have it on a warming mat with a humidity cover over it to sort of nurse it back. And I share all that just to kind of say like, it's not always SEO, right? So if you're an SEO that has felt this whole year, I don't think you're alone. Whether it's a good year, a bad year, or fair to Midland, just congratulations, you made it. One of the things this year for me was extreme self-care. And I just want to say that extreme self-care doesn't look the same all of the time. For almost half of this year, um, it looked like um, getting through the week for me. And now it's expanded and it looks like completing my promise to myself to get four episodes out in December. So to those who need to hear this, be kind to yourself. To those that think this doesn't apply to you, then be kind to others. You don't know what they've gone through and we all need our tribe. And I guess right now, some of you are wondering, when will she ever get to Google? <laughs> okay. Um, let's just say that I wouldn't want to be someone at Google these days. Now, the details, like, you know, the things that I don't think we as SEOs have much appreciation for, but as business people, I think we need to understand. We need to be able to put things into perspective. And I'm not even going to get into the... Um, the lawsuit that Google was in um, with the Justice Department. That could be like whole weeks of content. Um, but let's just say, um, you know, like if you look at third quarter, the third quarter uh, earnings that came in, Google's share price fell almost 10% as a result. And it wasn't because of the paid ads. You know, we always think that they're only paid ads. Uh, it was attributed to 
cloud computing uh, revenue, and specifically Google falling short of expectations. So, hmm, if Google didn't win it in cloud computing, who who is? No surprise, Microsoft. And if you're thinking chat, GPT, or artificial intelligence, I, I think that might be it. Um, according to, to Forbes, uh, ad revenue, they said, performed well, almost like $60 billion. Uh, it was the same as what Wall Street was predicting. And um, YouTube, I'm talking about Google's um, revenue. Um, YouTube ad uh, revenue came in at $8 billion, which was slightly higher than the anticipated 7.8. So on the surface, that kind of looked good. But um, Microsoft uh, Azure cloud computing business grew 28% in Q3. So they counting, you know, how much was revenue up, uh, 24%. It went up to uh, just under $32 billion, which apparently was well above what everybody thought was possible, even Microsoft. And so then the question comes, how much of that was like artificial intelligence? How much did that contribute to their cloud computing growth? Well, I love Microsoft because they tell people. And they said artificial intelligence accounted for three percentage points of Azure's overall 28% growth, you know, compared uh, the same time last year. Now, compared to Microsoft, Google didn't quite do the same. They only had a 22% growth in comparison to Microsoft's 28. So kind of leaving the impression that Microsoft might be, you know, um, the one to watch in this, in this race. Now that's the money part. That's the business part. Um, I do think as SEOs, we have other bones to chew. Now in 12 months, let's go through the numbers. Uh, 12 months, we had nine updates and one 26-day fix for a bug in one core update that was applied to Discover Content. So it breaks down to four core updates, ugh, three product reviews update, one helpful content update, and one spam update. And the thing that that stays in my mind is like meltdown after meltdown on exactly what the helpful content system does. And for the record, let's just say that no one has yet offered any data on what the helpful content system is targeting. However, I hope to be part of a group of us that will change that. And I'll tell you about that um, as soon as I have a date because <laughs> um, I actually... Um, gathered up a bunch of uh, testing data and field observations. And along with a, a colleague, we put something together. So I'll, I'll let you know what dates we're talking about that. Um, and the reason I mention that is because if we don't know what the helpful content system is targeting, as an industry, we cannot put any faith in those that are claiming helpful content recoveries. Just because you did something and you called it helpful content doesn't mean 
that's what brought the different results, right? Because helpful content is one of many systems that our content is uh, going through. Um, I think a lot of the unusual and extended volatility in Google results has had something to do with the burned out malaise I think that some are experiencing. It can be challenging to be in a dynamic industry where from one day to the next, you get different results from the very same activity. You know, what isn't like that? Well, if you're in real estate, real estate is not like that. But digital real estate is a slippery bit. So I want us all to just think about, you know, as humans, as as people who engage in SEO on as a profession. You know, I think we have to remember our humanness as SEOs. And I, I will leave this with you. And this is a poem, um, John Donne, um, very old guy, <laughs> dead many hundreds of years. And he wrote, you know, no man is an island entirely of itself. Every man or woman is a piece of the continent, a part of the main. And I think that's true in SEO. So regardless of where you are on the SEO spectrum, ponder this. And this is, this too shall pass. Now, a little housekeeping. Um, on January 9th, I'm going to be on Olga Zar's podcast. And her podcast is called SEO Podcast by SEO's Lee. And it's really easy to find. It's everywhere you can get podcasts. And um, I think we had a nice little little chat. So if you like that kind of uh, back and forth, um, feel free to check it out. Plus, a lot of the other interviews she's done, she's just really great at keeping people relaxed. Um, and then uh, I'll also in January be presenting at Lisa Parziali's virtual conference, January 18th through the 21st. It's four days of actionable information on what's currently going on in SERPs. Now, my presentation is going to be for non-SEO website developers and designers, so i um, calling it How Not to F It Up for Your Website Clients. And if you're curious, I'll put the link in there, but keynote speakers are Kate Buck Jr., Roger Bryant, and DC Glenn. Now, I know Roger and DC, and I'm really looking forward to meeting Kate. So check it out. Um, you don't have to pay for flights or hotel, you just pretty much pay for um, your attendance. And I have to tell you, this is really a special thing because um, it's not every conference as a speaker that you go to where the presenter has included the speakers in on revenue from the, the conference. And I know you think, oh, crap, but um, it's it's really unusual. I hope it becomes the norm. Um, and next week will be the launch of the third annual Confessions of an SEO survey. We're heading into year four in just a few days. Okay, that's it for this week. Thank you to the supporters. Thank you for being a listener in 2023. If there are any topics you'd like me to cover in 2024, let me know. Email confessions at American Way Media. And if you like this kind of SEO content and stories and don't mind a little Google bashing, keep coming back. If you want to support this podcast, I do have Spotify support levels. And 
If you can, please consider using my affiliate links for Quora, as well as some other SEO tools like um, there's a Google Search Console tool, which is a Chrome plugin, and it helps automate some of the tedious manual activities that we do in Search Console. I'll post uh, them in the description. Anyway, going to take this time to wish you and your loved ones a very happy and healthy new year. I'll see you in 2024.